Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Matthew Prin, the principal of RFP Advisory Group, a consulting firm that specializes in RFPs for the legal industry. Hi, Matthew. How are you? Great. Thanks, Ari. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. So tell us about your background and the genesis of RFP Advisory Group. My career the last nearly 20 years was in legal marketing, working for midsize and some of the largest law firms in the world, and always under the business development umbrella. Particularly over the last five to 10 years, I just saw a real explosion of RFPs in the legal industry being used by the buyers of legal services in a more innovative and effective way. And what I saw was a lot of the general counsel in the industry noticed what some of the large legal operations departments were doing as far as saving money and becoming more efficient, that some of those same methods trickled down to the smaller companies who might not have a big legal operations team. And I saw a demand for someone like myself to bring my expertise in how to use an RFP to some of these companies to help them ensure that they're using the right number of law firms or the right specific law firm for a particular matter, and also to ensure that they're paying the right price. And, you know, whenever you can leverage competitive bids for a company from different law firms, you're always going to get a better price at the end of the day. So really, RFP Advisory Group, we do both sides of the table. So we work with corporate counsel who are looking to use the RFP to identify law firms and compare them. And then I also work with law firms who are looking to revise their process to win more RFPs. Matthew, can you just quickly define RFP and tell us why they've become so important? Absolutely. So RFP stands for Request for Proposals. And RFPs have been used in other industries for decades, just basically as a way to procure materials. So whenever you go out to buy something, It's a model of how you purchase it. And that model had a very hard time making its way into the legal industry because too often the answers were procurement doesn't work for legal and this is a special area of spend. But finally, there was a pushback against that. And over the last, say, 10 years, you've seen a huge rise in both legal operations and legal procurement. They're two different roles, but they often overlap and both play the role of the issuer in an RFP. So that's why we're seeing such a big change in the legal industry is because historically it was a lot more relationship driven. And now RFPs allows you to combine data with the relationship piece. And so we're seeing a lot more buyers used as a tool. Do you expect to see the volume of RFPs increase? Yeah, absolutely. And the reason is because of the impact of technology. So it used to be that RFPs were done historically through Word documents. And the process was a very clunky result where you had a lot of questions being asked that didn't make any sense or that weren't really very necessary. And you also had a lot of open-ended questions where law firms could just attach everything but the kitchen sink to a response. And you would get these 100-page responses that were very hard for legal operations procurement or whoever's issuing the RFP to manage. But what we've seen in the last five years in particular is the emergence of new software that's made it a night and day difference in how easy it is to issue an RFP. 
So there's three companies in particular that I see the most right now. Pursuit, RFP 360, and Banyan RFP are three that I know that a lot of companies are using where it's a software platform and they all allow you to score questions much more efficiently with multiple scorers and all on a dashboard setting. So it just makes the process so much more efficient that I think you're going to see more and more companies issuing them. And then the other trend that we saw as far as the volume is initially the majority of the RFPs were preferred panel provider RFPs where you were selecting law firms that would be on a special panel of pre-approved folks. But what we're now seeing is companies doing RFPs for individual matters. So suppose you had an M&A transaction rather than just historically going to the firm that you use for your corporate work, you might take that same matter and bid it out to three or four of your law firms that you work with of different sizes. So you might have a mid-sized firm on your panel and a large global firm, and you're not sure which firm's better suited for it. So you might issue an RFP to just a handful of firms that you already know about their legal expertise, but you want to see more about what their legal strategy is or experience specific to that matter. And so I think those two reasons alone, you're going to see a huge jump in it. And then the third reason, I think, is just because they've become so effective. I think the average folks are saving like 17 to 20% on either a matter or annual spend when they're using them correctly. So to me, that just all points towards more and more RFPs in the future. How are RFPs being used specifically to negotiate pricing or to convert arrangements from the traditional billable hour to alternative fees? So it's interesting. I mean, they're really just a platform, but what we've seen evolve is what the issuers of RFP are expecting. So for example, historically, a lot of times in an RFP, you might have the question, what is your law firm's approach to AFAs and do you do them with clients? And a lot of law firms would answer with the same answer, yes, we do. And they would give you the glossary of terms of what the different types of AFA models are, but they weren't actually bids. They were more just saying that we're open to discussing it. And as the folks have become smarter in the legal operations and corporate legal departments, they're not really accepting that for an answer as much. What they really want is the law firms to come back with either a suggested AFA that might have even numbers behind the bid. Now, they may have a lot of assumptions tied to it because there might not be enough data shared at the moment to come up with a hard bid. But we're seeing folks use RFPs now where they're looking for a lot more than just, are you open to AFAs? They actually want you to describe and paint a picture of what the right AFA model would be and what the general pricing would be. And then if they move further with the firm, they'll tighten up the terms. But that's the biggest change. For example, one of the softwares that I mentioned, Pursuit, they actually have an online AFA virtual bidding room where reverse auctions take place. And that's about as aggressive as you can come from this perspective of you're going into that virtual bidding room. All the law firms have the same data. It's just which law firms can pitch the most attractive price, knowing what that set of data and how much risk they're willing to take on. So RFPs are really... Before, they were more asking for harder pricing bids, and now they're more demanding it in some cases. What are the biggest mistakes law firms are making in responding to RFPs? The biggest one, I think, from the firm's perspective as a whole, is a lot of firms don't have a formal process in place at their firm, so that when an RFP comes in the door, 
there's an impartial person reviewing it to make sure that not only is this an opportunity worth pursuing, but that you're putting the right people behind it. So in some cases, one particular partner might learn about the opportunity, but from the firm's perspective, does it really make sense for that particular lawyer to lead the response? Or should there be a different team knowing that that lawyer may still get origination credit, but look at it more from the firm's perspective of this is a firm opportunity, how can we maximize it? But as far as when folks are actually responding to the RFPs, the biggest feedback we hear is that there's too much canned language being used. So it's very hard to tell one law firm's response from the others. And it looks like the responses were drafted and used regardless of who the client issuing the RFP was. And so the RFPs that are scoring better are the ones that are more custom and tailored to that client. And it's very easy to tell if the language was written by the marketing department where it's very generic versus where you might have the specific partner taking pen to paper himself and customizing a thought that includes his legal strategy. It's very easy to tell which responses are canned and which ones are customized. And then the third thing as far as biggest mistakes is law firms really need to scream their competitive advantages and their value proposition in an RFP. You ultimately, every RFP response should answer the question, why should we hire you? What is it about you that's better than our other options when purchasing legal services? And too often, RFP responses are, they don't list their competitive advantages in a clear, concise manner where whoever's reviewing them can easily identify why it makes sense to choose them. How can law firms drive revenue with RFPs? Well, you know, one thing that legal marketers generally have always struggled with over the years is tracing their value and their return on investment for marketing department. So there's an opportunity for RFPs to really be tracked and you can include metrics and measure your performance more so than the traditional business development opportunities that happen via relationships. With an RFP, you have a specific set of questions. You oftentimes know who your competitors are you know it's an opportunity that has a win or loss result, and you know the industry, and you know the type of client that's issuing it. So the more that legal marketing departments can track and collect this data, and then analyze it and report it back to management, the more that they can help drive revenue in the sense of they can find trends that the firm is winning RFPs in a specific industry, or they're scoring better when they have a specific value proposition, or we're going up against a particular law firm, what metrics from prior responses can we use to get a competitive advantage? So this is all really information that the legal marketers have where they can even track wins by client numbers and actually look at dollars in the door. I had one legal marketer at a conference recently come up to me and let me know that she herself had traced over $10 million that their firm had won through RFPs. And she was able to go to her boss and say, that's a 20% increase from the prior year. Having the data to support your performance like that really shows marketing value and helps push revenue. How do you see RFPs and related technology evolving? One thing we're seeing start to creep into RFPs is video. And the legal RFP industry is typically a little bit slower to evolve than the RFP industries outside of legal where you're purchasing software or other materials. But in the legal industry, right now we're seeing video used by some firms where 
The RFP question may ask about the firm's diversity. And in this case, a firm may have put together a two or three minute video clip that shows what they're doing. That might be more of an attractive answer than historical plain text brochure that you might include. So we're seeing firms try to use video to separate themselves. But what I don't see it as much now, but I think this will be more in the future, is I do think for certain specific matters. So if a company has a litigation and they need to make a quick decision, as technology evolves, I think you'll see things where RFPs will be requested where answers are on video, where they might just say to three or four lawyers, okay, you've got three minutes or five minutes, just please put together a short video that shows why we should select you for this matter. And that's a quick, easy way for decision makers to look at the different law firms. Now, I don't think they all have to be high-end video productions, but even just an iPhone at someone's office these days can put together a pretty good video that I think will be more effective for procurement and operation folks to compare their law firms as that technology deepens. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Matthew Prin, the principal of RFP Advisory Group, a consulting firm that specializes in RFPs for the legal industry. Matthew, thanks so much. Ari, thanks again. That was awesome. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.